going on? I'm Vince Mancini. You're listening to the Film Drunk Frogcast. Coming at you not live from the Frog Quarters in San Francisco. It's going to be a great show. Uh, we're going to be talking the Fifth Element, 20th anniversary of the Fifth Element this week. Also, Woo! yeah, it's getting re-released. Uh, before we start, I want to give a shout out to our old host, Ben. Uh, third round to chemo. Hope he's doing good. You guys should drop him a line. Uh, you know. Let him let him know that uh, he you're thinking is about loved. him. Yeah, that's Frot Strong. Frot Strong. Uh, pa- strong. Patreon.com/slash/frotcast if you want to donate. And let me introduce my panel. We got Mr. Matt Lieb. Hey, Frot Strong. Hashtag. AKA LA Matt. Oh, SF Matt today because I'm in SF. Mm-hmm. Different guy. It's I don't know whether I like you better like through the phone. I like you staring uh, at me. Phone Matt's definitely the best. Well, yeah, phone. But when I'm not on Skype, when I'm just on the phone, yeah, that's it's great because I can walk around and shit. It suits your personality and your contribution to the show yeah, better. Yeah, 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 yeah. It really is meant for a guy who just yells stuff in the middle of other people talking about <laughs> right. some other subject entirely. Uh, and future NFL Hall of Famer Brendan. They call me Young Comey. Yeah, yeah. Getting fired. Yeah, Dude, you are Young Comey because did you know Comey six foot eight? Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. I did not know that. I just had to teach yeah. I just had to teach the president these hoes ain't loyal. Yeah. Mm. What's up, Comey? What's up? Yee. Rolling I, with them Comeys. We didn't do a show last week, so we never got to talk about Fire Festival, which was like one of my <laughs> It was most, hot fire. It was. It was. One of the most enjoyable social media meltdowns oh, it was, in recent yes. memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Watching people uh just kind of the pictures that came from it were the greatest, especially when compared to like the promo videos, right, right. like all these like hot chicks on a yacht. And then it was just like this really shitty sandwich. And that stuff. was unbelievable. Two slices of bread and a slice of cheese. That was yeah. just incredible. Uh, it was I, the one, wonderful. Um, the one nit that I have to pick about it was the, it felt like over time it evolved to like watch these rich millennials get their just desserts. And I have no doubt that there was like some trust fund kids that were like, sure, sure, I'll sure, go. sure but sure. like, I can't tell you how many people I know who are like, I'm going to get a second job so I can like actually rent a nice place to stay at Coachella this year and not totally. sleep at a tent. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't, um, I, I sort of take umbrage with that because I'm sure there's a lot of people who saved up like mm-hmm. all fucking year to do this yeah. and just got completely hosed. Yeah. It's, it's hard to, I mean, it's I, hard to just, I mean, cause there's that angle, but then you're also, there's also the intense schadenfreude of the guys who put it on who seem like epic douchebags. Uh-huh. And so you do want to see them fail. Yeah. Yes. Like I, I'm hoping that everyone uh gets their money back and and whatnot um but i'm more than that hoping that everyone who went to fire festival is the worst human being ever so (laughs) that i can really enjoy it i mean it was hard to look at that and then compare it to uh like gathering of the juggalos which was oh yeah legit anarchy i mean granted like people go to gathering of the juggalos knowing that it's going to be lord of the flies the bands are there i mean that's the thing i like the bands didn't even show up right it was like uh like wayne stuff i mean there was stuff that didn't show up at (laughs) gathering of the juggalos remember like the juggalette wrestling like it was supposed to be like professional wrestlers oh, doing that and yeah. they just like got juggalettes from the crowd to right do it, and it worked got, out fine yeah it, it really no difference i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. if i had been seen better. professional people uh, oil wrestling i i think i would have not been as into it it was great seeing someone from the crowd like i'm just gonna get naked and show my butthole and you're like you're just a person just like you and me but you're gonna do this you're a scientist you have a butthole just like me yeah you've got a butthole just like i got a butthole. i saw um i saw a uh, a documentary where one Mm -hmm. of the characters was wearing a blazy dead homie shirt yeah wow yeah a documentary for what uh you want to guess what it was about 
uh, Gathering of the Juggalos? Mm, good guess. It was about oh oh oh, oh uh, gang violence. Mm, no, okay, also- uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, the jail. No, 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 no. It was about the, the Trump voters. No, no. The, the epidemic of opiates. opiates. Yes. Yeah. And then and then where? Oh uh, wait, in in West Virginia. Uh, yeah. yeah. Woo. Wow. Boo boo boo. We got the soundboard back. There you go. I can't believe the soundboard's back. It's it's been so long. We had many long discussions about whether it's Blaze, comma, you dead homie, Blaze, you dead, comma, homie, or just Blaze, you dead, homie, no commas. Well, wouldn't Blaze, comma, you dead, homie mean like, you know, Blaze, my dead friend? Right. Yeah. Blaze, you dead, homie, like, um, Blaze is like the sound of a gun. Blaze, you dead, call me. Oh, topical. Yeah, so, yeah. There's uh, already memes about that. Bla- Blaze, you dead, Comey. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. No, there's really a, no, there... but there's gonna be. There well, could there be. should be. I think uh, he if just Juggalos it. made political memes. There would definitely be a Blaze, you dead, Comey. Yeah. It just goes to show you that Job ja Rule still has not recovered from uh, Wangsta. Yeah, he never recovered <laughs> just... from that beef with Fifty Cent. Yeah. He he really did. Fifty Cent should re-release Wangsta. He really <laughs> that should. would be devastating. Update it and just like add some, uh, some verses about fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there's a Hot couple. Fire. There's a couple of uh, there's a couple of things floating around. New things from the fire festival floating around. There's a lot of f's. Uh, they had they released audio of the conference call where fire <laughs> fired all of their employees. They didn't fire everybody. They just told them they weren't going to be more like the fire festival. <laughs> hey, if uh, you saw it spelled, you dead, Comey. If you saw it spelled, mm-hmm. well, it was it was great because it was like a. Um, I haven't heard it. It yet. was almost like a. It was almost like a. You know, when you say something provocative and then you go, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Unless you, you want to. You know, like, <laughs> right. uh, it was sort of like that, except he's like, well, no one's being let go, but no one's also getting paid. So if you want to resign, I get it. <laughs> if you want to hang around and have- keep working on what we're doing here, we'd love to have you. Do yeah. you have this idea? I do, but it's too long, but, I, but I'm going to play it because the beginning... Uh-huh. Where Jaw Rule is going to be like, I'll just hang up and listen. Is is just pretty great. Just the idea of Jaw Rule on a company wide conference call. Yeah. <laughs> I'm around. Yeah. 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 Ja. Ja, try dialing back in real quick. Ja. Ja. Thanks, Ja. We're just, uh, we're, I'll take it from here, Ja. Uh, yeah. So anyway, you're all getting fired. Thank you, Mr. Rule. <laughs> uh, and then also, there's the pitch deck. Mm. Like someone uncovered that. and the Pitch deck's amazing. Most of it, it's like from the actual company. It's just like the normal, like completely meaningless Buzzwords. Speak. Uh, Fire defines how we engage audiences, consume media, and share content by connecting consumers, celebrities, and brands through live experiences. It's like, okay. So, so now a concert. You do literally everything. Actually, it's a concert, but the way you've described it means it can... It can yeah. you Is can, it an app? You can pivot to a, anything at yeah. this point. We it, connect people by utilizing things. Yeah, is it a, maybe it's social networking. Yeah, but it could then, be literally anything. But then uh, the part that's at like specifically on the fire festival is pretty great, especially like the pictures they use. Well, they also try to claim that they they have some new way of connecting uh, talent, like like <laughs> yeah. like booking and talent. Well, yeah. yeah, via Instagram and have it not work out. Right. 
Uh, it's, it's revolutionary. Got, it's got like the vague thing and then like the names of people. Uh, Jamie Foxx, Queen Latifah, Iggy Azalea, Lil Wayne, DJ Khaled, Jesse Joe Stark. Uh, that's Fire's talent network. Now, now uh, did any of them show up? Who showed up? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I know. I, think, that I feel Blink- like it got fucked up before they before any of the big people got there. Blink One Eighty Two definitely canceled, which I thought was like, man, that's a lot of people came out to see Blink One Eighty Two. Hey, man. People, I mean, people want to meet the girl at the rock show. I listen. I I don't diss Blink One Eighty Two. I do. They're bad live. You're bad live. Anyway, uh, so the fire pitch deck. Yeah, F-Y-R-E. First slide. Come, seek, for searching is the foundation of fortune. Kill yourself. <laughs> they never say that, but they should. Which is weird, because then you then you automatically you, you make it sort of like the uh, prosperity doctrine. Yeah. Like, come, see these bands, and you'll be rich like them. How do they spell come? Is it with a U? <laughs> no. no. That's too bad. Uh, second slide. What if we reimagined what it means to attend a music festival? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and what, then, and, and it's like, what if they did though? It's like the great uh, stock photo imagery too. Like there's just you know like there's hands, uh, and the silhouettes of hands, and then on uh, the stage in the background. Yeah, yeah. And then the next one is just like a girl running through the desert with a sparkler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is and, she? It looks like a road flare. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's that's probably more accurate. <laughs> she is. It's a road flare because she got into a car accident. There are three dead. <laughs> She's people. stranded. Yeah. <laughs> She's stranded on a desert island with no water. There and is. two slices of bread uh, and a slice of cheese. It's a dinosaur is actually chasing, and she wants to divert it away from the car. So she's like, "Oh, we're here!" Just <laughs> yeah. like Jeff Goldblum in Part One. Uh, and that slide says the actual experience exceeds all expectations and is something that's hard to put to words. It will ignite that type of energy, that type of power in our guests. Those words were bigger than I figured by the way you said it. Uh huh. Uh, uh, which is great. Um, it says which is great. No, no, no. <laughs> it'll uh, ignite their power and energy, which is great. I bet that's what they were doing when they were showing the slide. Yeah. Which is what we want. Our vision, fire, has a unique goal and inspiration. The exploration of the uncharted, inspired by and referencing the five elements of the earth. What the fuck? <laughs> this actually is a great segue into the fifth element, yeah, but keep really going. <laughs> uh, throughout the next five years, we will traverse the globe to find untouched lands and convert them into unparalleled experiences. This sounds super like colonist. (laughs) (laughs) Untouched lands. It's like we live here in the Bahamas, dude. Drive our enemies before us and hear the lamentations of their women. (laughs) A fire will work to take these blankets. (laughs) Bring the indigenous people to heal. (laughs) You will pray before DJ Khaled. (laughs) He is your new god. (laughs) Another one. (laughs) Bring them to their knees. Major key. Fire will work to bring life to each region. Through the purchase of significant land, we will utilize the each festival, that's a typo, <laughs> as a major cultural event to bring awareness of visitors and livelihood to the land. Oh, thank God. Uh, year one, water. Oh, <laughs> my This is probably, God. I didn't even read this, this before we started a, this. This was like a five-year plan But this had? is perfect because it does really play into the fifth element theme. Yeah. Uh, overview. Fire Festival leverages our global access to talent and our understanding of the millennial of demographic <laughs> to create the cultural experience of the decade. Fire Festival is a rich experience that emboldens our quest to connect a diverse set of influencers. For two weekends in April and May, the curious and adventurous come together on a private Exuma Island. What's Exuma mean? 
Uh, that's just the name it's of the, the island. skin disease you have. Oh, I have it all over my neck. <laughs> oh, and these, these lack are, of oil. These are called fire starters. Oh, is Prodigy yeah. going to be there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come play my game, I'll test ya. <laughs> to ignite the fire festival, we compiled 400 of the most influential personalities globally to launch a coordinated influencer marketing campaign. Ugh. Jesus, uh, and then I'm they're all... so I'm so glad this failed. I mean, everything <laughs> about this failing says that there's may... like six slides with like twenty contributors each. It's oh, crazy. Four hundred of them, man. Oh my god! All right, you guys want to move on to hockey names? Yes. Oh wait, also some somebody... <laughs> okay. <laughs> somebody send us a, a mugshot of this guy. <laughs> I really think this is front runner <laughs> for next year's name of the. Uh, this was a uh, listener, Mick, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, sent us a mugshot of this guy whose name is T A I T. Tate? First name. Tate? P U R K. Last name. P- Tate, Tate Perk. Tate Perk. Tate Perk? <laughs> Tate Perk. P U. How do you spell P-U-R-K. that? P U R K. P U Perk. Tate Perk. Tate Perk. Oh, dude, that's a Tate Perk. That's some Tate Perk, dude. Dude, that is like the tatiest Perk. <laughs> that's such a. That's like the best Tim and Eric name that was never a Tim and Eric name. <laughs> I think they use Tate, T A I T, a few times. Oh, yeah. Gotta be. Uh, dude, you add some like wasabi sauce, and that is some Tate Perk. Mm-hmm. Yummy. So, uh, Deadspin found uh, uh, some 14 and 15 year old WHL Bantam draft, like the top 14 and 15 year old uh, hockey players mm-hmm. of the kind. Apparently, Canada, unknown hotbed of terrible names. I, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think, I mean. But I thought I, you were going to say of good hockey players. And I was gonna be well, like, that too. Bruh. Yeah. But I think, the, uh, I think the Idaho and Montana names kind of, they sort of. Following the footsteps yeah, of the Canadians. Yeah, it sort of, sort of the, the, the Great Plains just sort of generally you know, bleed into Canada anyway. That so. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a couple of good names this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bristol Palin yeah. named her, her kid Atlee Bay, A-T-L-E-E Bay, Atlee Bay. Atlee Bay Palin? Atlee Bay Palin. Is, there or whatever her is that Matt Lieb in Pig Latin? Yeah, Atlee Bay. <laughs> it's Bad Lieb. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that is that uh is there a hyphen there? No, just at, that's two that's first and middle, I think. Oh, okay. That makes is sense. Bay spelled B A E? Yeah. No, B no, no, <laughs> That would be tight. That would be tight. Yeah. She's probably gonna do that when she reaches the age mm-hmm. where she knows what a bay well, is. Well, I mean that's gonna be for sure Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably Instagram name or Snapchat. I hope that that Twitter makes a comeback. The president's on Twitter. (laughs) I heard that. You'd figure that would matter. Um, Oh, also, uh, uh, Stephen Tyler's grandchild. Yeah, Mia. I think Mia Tyler named her son uh, Axton. Axton. A X T O N. A X T O N. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of tight, it's though. Combination of ja- Jackson and Galactron. Gal- I mean, Axton. I have a level level fifty four Axton in Borderlands too. <laughs> Is that a real character? Yeah. <laughs> He's level fifty four. Uh, I think I might have hit. I think I might have got higher when they changed the level cap. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I played. Dude, I haven't played video games. He kicks ass. I put all the skill tree into the turret. So oh, I can solo with him and I've got like so much poured into like the turret that I can toss that and run to the other side of the map and the turret just wrecks. It's awesome. That sounds dope, but yeah. I don't know what any of it means. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know what a turret is. Mm-hmm. It's what tanks have. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that turret gun. Makes tanks good. It's what uh, Rambo used and shot that dude point blank right and, sh- oh, shit. and mm-hmm. just turned him into like pink dust. Uh, hockey names. Uh, Aiden, D-A-N times two. 
Uh, Aiden Ian is just one of those. Cade, two Cades. Mm-hmm. There's a Gage. Wait, how do you spell Cade? Ga- a Cade, C-A-D-E. Two of those. There's two Cades. Jeez. Uh, Gage, G-A-G-E. <laughs> uh, Kalen with a K. Yeah, I've heard Kalen a lot. At this point, Kalen's a real name to me. Riley with two Ys. Two uh, Ys? What do you mean two Ys? R-I-L-E-Y-Y. No, R-Y-L-E-Y. Yeah, that's bad. That's also hot, though. Are they girls? No, I think these are guys. These are all men. <laughs> That's sort of like the Plainsy naming convention for boys. Is like they sound like hot porn star, female porn stars. Yeah. Uh, Calder, like Cauldron, sort of, but no, you Calder. Okay, Garen, Garen, <laughs> which is just Karen with a G. <laughs> Cohen, which is like Jewish but with a K, because you know K O E N. Yep, the Cohen brothers with a K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cobb County Cohen brothers. Uh, Scout. <laughs> did you just make a KKK joke? Yeah, I did. Yeah. That was tight. Oh, that was the. Um, if you ever watched the behind the music on the Black Crows, mm-hmm. they claim that Rick Rubin wanted to name them the Cobb County Crows with three Ks, and they're like, uh, "That's nice, Rick Rubin. Yeah. We're probably not going to do that. Probably won't work." Uh, Scout, Bodie, Campbell, Hale. <laughs> one, they, one, of the uh, names, <laughs> one of the names is KRZ. How do you? <laughs> KRZ? Yeah, Cruz. I don't know. Cruz. Oh, no, oh it's Cruz. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck, <laughs> man? KRZ? Yeah, you can't have a vowelless name. It's pandemonium. Dude, you can in Canada. There's rules. This is a nom. They. <laughs> man. Sequoia, uh, Talon, which is pretty badass. Talon, a like a talon, yep. like a like a eagle. Well, yeah, like the, hell yeah. Do any of them have sharp talons? Uh, Kyler with a K. Yeah, um, Kyler is real. I've, uh, I, I know there's, Kyler. There's a Jace, which <laughs> yeah. uh, there's. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of uh, back episodes of Reply All, and they have the same ad for Subaru with where they interview Jace, who drives a Subaru, <laughs> and it just makes me blind with rage just for some reason. The name is Jace. There's something about that name, the way it sounds to my ears, just makes yeah, me yeah. angry. It does yeah. sound wrong. It should Plus, be short for something, but not a name. I just huh. feel like that's the name that every idiot girl i went to college with would want to name their kid yep. yeah yeah like, that's a very SDSU. i really like the name jace yeah yeah for sure there's something hot about yeah. it i want to have a name that i want to fuck my kid yeah <laughs> that's definitely like a sdsu girl with like the the bleached hair on top and it's mm-hmm. black at the bottom yep. yeah and her boyfriend has a really flat build fox mm-hmm. racing cap that's mm-hmm. cool though yeah, yeah. Uh, jace cannon cannon's kind of badass cannon c-a-n just spelled like a cannon okay uh boston Spelled like Boston? Yep, yep. Mm. It needs a T-Y-N, not a T-Y-N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not porny enough. Yeah. Uh, Brayden, there's two There's two Braydens, D-E-N, and then there's one Brayden. There's one Brayden, B-R-A-E-D-E-N. Okay. And then there's B-R-A-E-D-Y, Brady. Oh, yeah. Just shimmy that extra E in there. Yeah. Uh, Coner. Coner? Yeah. K? No, 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 no. C-O-N-E-R. No, no, C-O-H-N-E-R. Oh, it's not spelled like boner? <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, there's four Jacksons, of course. Yeah. Uh, Mac. Uh, they all also, go by Jacks, There's by actually the way. another Talon, T-A-L-Y-N. There's Talon <laughs> Owen and Talon. Uh, that's great when you're like the kindergarten teacher. Um, Talon P uh, and Talon J uh, are going to be uh, playing with blocks. Now. You guys are going to be lab partners. Yeah. Uh, Colton, Colton, all right. Jalen, Masson, Masson is the new one. Yeah. How do you spell Masson? M A S Y N. M A S S E N. Do you think that's Mason? It could be Mason. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Masson, which, which that's ah. <laughs> Tristan, 
uh, cross. And then they get mad at you. That's not how it's pronounced. Yeah. Oh, it's not my fault. Your parents are too fucking stupid to learn how to read. <laughs> also, there's... Use a real name! There's actually another Jackson, which is J-A-X-S-E-N. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there's two more Cadens with a, with a K. Mm-hmm. Then there's Caden with a Y. Then there's Caden, K-A-E-D-E-N, and K-A-I-D-E-N. So there's actually one... So two, three, four, five... There's five five different versions of Caden. I, I feel like at the, at some point I'm getting like numb to these names where you could be like his name is Bracula and I'd be like that sounds right. So okay, so there's <laughs> there's five there's five Cadens of some form and then there's two, three, four, Frankenstein. five. Frankenstein. There's eight different forms of Bra- There's eight Braytons altogether on this team, by the way. There's fucking eight Braytons. Brayton is gonna be a president someday. <laughs> yeah, oh God, hell yeah! Well, if we're lucky, there's a True, a Ryder, two Davises, a Daylan. Daylan? <laughs> like Dylan, but Day. Yeah, Dylan with an A in front of the Y. So it's and two Brodies. Yeah. Well, you know, it's amazing how normal Brody seems. Like Brody seems like a. Like a nice Brody, old-fashioned name. Yeah, Brody does mm-hmm. feel like almost distinguished now. Brody. Cruz. K-R-Z. Cruz. Hey, dude. Oh, it's Brayden and Brady. And Caden. <laughs> Cruz. This is Caden. And, this is my brother Caden and my other brother Caden. Cruz only started playing hockey because they shut down Vine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up? This is Cruz. Hey, what's hey, up? Hey, what's up? Uh, this is Cruz. Cruz. We're holding up our limp two fingers. <laughs> hey, what's up? This is Cruz. <laughs> Uh, One of these kids is rad tattooed. Cruz, clean your room. No, mom, I don't want to. Cruz, I told you you need to clean your room. Mom, I don't want to. Thank you for watching my Vine. Please subscribe to my YouTube. Please. Hey, guys. I also have a VidMe. Hey, guys, if you like this video, I just want you to say subscribe. Uh, In this video, we're going to teach you how to download uh, the new operating system of Apple. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Oh, and if you want to catch more of me, you can see me on Live Leak. <laughs> I, I pretty much just kill people and then show it. It's be, fun. They allow whatever. I behead, I behead people. I've actually joined ISIS. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> whatever. I've joined like, ASIS. Yeah, I've actually, me and my friend ASIS have joined ISIS. Chris and ASIS joined ISIS. It's our new sitcom coming it's to Live Leak. It's our new web series. Yeah. <laughs> It's our new web series brought to you by Blue Apron. This is our producer, oh, no. Keller. My friend Ace has just joined Al Nusra. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> to find out what happens. <laughs> Follow me on Snapchat. Follow me on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> this is our future, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Conor and Cannon and Colton and Cross. I can't believe his parents named him Conor. That's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. It rhymes with boner. I mean, it, like, for the rest are... of his life, he's gonna get boner, and 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 he's gonna have to explain to people, no, it's Conor, and they're gonna be like, that's not a name. <laughs> it's for sure boner now. No, but it's gonna be Conor. There is that that name's gonna be more common than Matt, dude. It's Connor. Connor, dude. It's pronounced. I, I, I appreciate Connor. how many of these are Jewish last names that they've de-hebraified. Oh, yeah. 
Well, I love that because uh, sometimes I feel like they don't know it's that. No, they definitely like don't. the band Corn for sure never knew that they were like, oh, we'll spell it with a K because no one does that except for like a bunch of Jews named Cornberg <laughs> and Cornstein. Corn. They named each other. They named their kid Corn. Yeah. They named their kid Cohen with a K with probably no knowledge of the Cohen brothers or Sasha Baron Cohen. Definitely not. Definitely That's not. Great. They just were like, this is a cool name. We no, just dude. put these letters together. Hey, I'm Cohen. I just the parents of Cohen have no knowledge of Mark Cohen and his 1991 <laughs> mega hit. I was walking in Memphis. <laughs> that is a good song. Though. That's a great song. Yeah. yeah. All right, dudes. Fifth Element time, right? Uh, did you rewatch it? I rewatched the whole thing. Here's the th- reason, multiple times. Here's the reason why I don't need to rewatch it. I literally have the whole movie memorized, so yeah. we can talk about. How many times have you watched this movie? I probably watched it close to like a hundred times. Really? Yeah. I wanted to have Joey come on because apparently, like Joey didn't even know what it was. Joey's didn't know the fifth he element. He didn't know what it was. It is kind of one of and those. And he didn't movies. have time to watch it before before we started the show. And I really wanted someone to have like one watch because I mean I love it because I've seen it yeah. seven hundred times. Yeah, it's great. It's I mean yeah I do wish there was someone here who had like never seen it so we could know if it's actually good. But I'm pretty positive it's great. It's one of those movies that. Uh, well, let me tell you something. Yeah, sure. I watched it for about the third time in my life last night. Yeah, it's a stupid only, movie. Only three what? times. Yes. Get what? the fuck out of here! You're stupid movie. Yeah, it's a stupid movie. What's dumb about it? Yeah, but it's like a brilliantly it's, stupid. It's a movie. future that presupposes that only the three Stooges were allowed to procreate after, like, you know, 1937 or something. Where do you get that from? Everyone is a fucking moron in that movie. Everyone yeah, is so from, stupid. That's what's Bruce, great about Bruce it. Bruce Willis. Yeah, I mean, he's he's like, he's well, he's smart. like a comparatively a genius in his orange snapback wife beater. Because here's the thing, it's part, think, it's part idiocracy. Yeah, and, that's what I was wondering. It's like part criticism of capitalism. Like I, yeah. I read the whole thing and part heavy metal. Did you ever see the movie Heavy Metal? Well, yeah, the two guys that drew. There's two French guys that basically drew heavy metal. And they were involved not, in the movie. These people are going to fact check me on this because I don't know exactly what they did. But there's these two super famous French graphic artists that uh, Luc Besson hired to be the production designers. Mm-hmm. So if it looks like heavy metal, it's because the guys that drew heavy metal were the production well, designers. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, it's also, great. I read, I read First of it. all, number one, there's mm-hmm. hell tits. All right. Mm-hmm. So like titties in movies uh, already is above the bar. Do you like barely see? You see a little bit Lulu's of Lulu's tits me, in the background. Yeah, you see a little bit though. And at, at, at that age, for yeah. me, <laughs> that was like, I might as well just seen the was, inside of her vagina. But here's the thing. Mm. Uh, the way I read it is the the defining characteristics of, of capitalism to me are that there's a lot of shit in the world that's like shouting for your attention. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So this is like, like Ruby a, Rod. This is a future world where capitalism has sort of gone wild. And so there's a million like beeping orange things that are like shouting for your attention at yeah, all times. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And it's also the other thing that I love about it is that it's sort of like the fascist, uh, the quasi-fascist authoritarian state. Mm-hmm. And usually, like, when you see the authoritarian state on film, it's like, oh, they got it all controlled. They got it all figured out. Like, mm-hmm. they're really good at shit. And if Donald Trump has proved anything, it's that just because, like, you're a fascist doesn't make you, like, organized That's or right. good at shit. Yeah. So it's a bunch of inept fascists. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. I love about it. It's like they, 
the cops, they look like dread. They got the big helmets and yeah, they got big guns. They're very bad at it. They're super militarized police, but they're still like these fat dipshits right. with that, goatees. They yeah, all yeah. have goatees. Yeah. They got mustaches and goatees. That's, I, I'm in my notes section right now, and one of them just says, Goatees, colon, future beards. Yeah. Oh, everybody's got pock marks. And yeah. uh, we're, the, I think Luke Besson had like a serious fetish for lazy eyes because there's, there's like, a t- few. Tiny Liston plays the president. Yeah. He's got like the, the wonky eye. He does have a wonky eye. Then there's the, uh, the really pockmarked scientist guy who says like, "Oh, she's perfect," you know, like that guy's oh, yeah, all pockmarked. pockmarked. And then towards the end, um, the the scientist assistant when they're when he's telling the the president like not to celebrate yet, like that guy's got a really bad like lazy eye yeah. thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Even the cat's cross-eyed. Like yeah, Bruce Willis's cat that's is right. cross-eyed. The cat is cross-eyed. <laughs> It's wow. great. So, all right. So, I'll read a couple of the uh, contemporary By the reviews. way, the, the guy with the photo on his head, you know, with the hat. Oh, so brilliant. That is so Luc Besson. Give me the guys! Yeah. <laughs> that is so yes. Luc Besson. Dude, that, yes. is like, that is like the most beautifully production designed <laughs> scene. Oh, just everything about that. What do you mean? Hat. It's not <laughs> Yeah. So, he, 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 this is guy. He's got the view out of Bruce Willis's peephole mm-hmm. as a print on his head. On his head. And who knows how long he's been standing there in front of Bruce Willis's peephole. No, we're, yeah, that's the thing. And then he's got the gun, and it's like, again, it's like idiocracy meets future capitalism. He's got this big gun that has, like, spikes coming out of it. Because yep. it's like, what would you do to appeal to, like, a guy who wanted a really fucking tough-looking gun as you put, you spikes, put spikes on, on it. it? Yeah, it's a Hot Topic gun. It's a Hot Topic yeah. gun. He's got, like, a... the. Remember when we watched... Um, uh, uh, what was that fucking movie that we all saw together with Turnbull? Oh, Jonah Hex. Yeah, we watched Jonah Hex, and it's got and it's got the outline of the Capitol building. Yep. Is, yeah, so uh, he's, he's it's got a, that. It's a scope <laughs> that they're going to blow up the Capitol building with, and there's an outline of the Capitol building on the scope. Yeah, that instead made of it, crosshairs, like made it specifically. which was I think was like a that was like an Elmer Fudd Bugs Bunny joke, yeah, right? Yeah. Didn't yeah. he have like an outline of a bunny? And his, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what Fifth, Fifth Element is. So Looney Tunes, like yeah. he's yeah. got. This big gun with spikes on it, and it's got a it's got a gun sight that has like the outline of a person on it, because because it's like we made you a big tough gun, and uh, clearly the purpose of this gun is to shoot people. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's I, so perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I should have rewatched it because there's all these. I I see it as such like uh, I don't look at it from that point of view as like an adult who's watching basically. Uh, idiocracy. I think it makes more and more sense the more you watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love the fact that, like, in Idiocracy, President Camacho, like, he's, you know, he's a pro wrestler that became president. Like, it's explained yeah. why there's this giant Jack Black guy with, like, a, a, a like a heavy metal wig yeah, as yeah. president. Jacked Black guy, not yeah. Jack Black guy. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> That's and what then, it sounded like. I am the president of the United yeah. States. Yeah, but he's uh, great though. So this one, they cast Tiny Lister as a president. Tiny Lister only played like bouncers yeah. and bullies. And Debo. guy who got knocked yeah. the fuck out. Right. Yeah. And at this point in his career, he's Debo and he's a bouncer. That's yeah. all he's. This one, he's the president, but he's not like an idiot. Like he's kind of well, dumb. Well, he is kind of an idiot. He's kind of dumb, but he's like he seems like a politician. Right. Like, he's really yeah, yeah. decisive. Right. He makes like he makes decisions where you're like, all right, I could see why you would make that decision. He cares about optics. He's like, keep this. Yeah. Keep this operation discreet. Yeah. But it's like they don't overplay any one thing. Like they're not yeah. trying to make a point by casting Tiny Lister as president. They they kind of let you. Yeah. You, you, you figure it you out. You decide the backstory. Yeah. It's like a choose your own backstory. You're like, well, movie. I guess racism isn't a thing anymore. Right. Because at that point we hadn't 
hadn't had a black president. Yeah. And we didn't realize that just because you have a black president. 97. Okay, so mean racism. Here's some of the, uh, to, for, Joe, for uh, Brendan's point, here are some of the reviews of the time. Joe Morgenstern, Wall Street Journal. The only elements that count are impact, impact, and impact. The fifth element is gibberish. You're gibberish. Uh, Fuck you. I mean, if, if you allow me to elaborate, I mean, it's... You're not wrong. I didn't I hate that, it. It's just kind of stupid. It is, but I think it's brilliantly stupid. I, but like when you're going like, I love this movie. I've seen it a hundred times. Like that kind of blows my mind. I'm like, what? Like I would okay, not. There's not all, a movie I'd watch a hundred times. Like first of all, I stupid. saw it in theaters. Second of all, we then got the VHS. Third of all, my dad and I would watch it all the time. He quotes it. One of the things he says, because you know, my dad only talks in quotes. One of the quotes. Let is, me wait. Wait. Can I predict what it is? Go ahead. I only speak two languages, English and bad English. No. It, Damn it. The problem that you have is you assume it's something like coherent or that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Number one is, give me the cash. That's, that's good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, give me the, cash. the give other me the cash. one is, he'll just randomly be like, this case is empty. <laughs> this case was supposed to be full. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even the right line, uh, right? Yeah. It's, usually it's a little bit wrong, too. That's the <laughs> yeah. other thing. I, I think that's close to it, um, but yeah, yeah, it's one of those. I so so movie, yeah, I mean, I know I said it's stupid. I, I uh, you're not wrong. I I like it. It's not a movie I'd rush out to watch, but it just really struck me watching it again. Like it's just so weird and so it's out there, weird and, and, and out like there. and so much of it is so stupid with how hammy everyone is. Uh-huh. Um, it's very fun. Ruby like, Rod goes down yeah. on that girl and she comes right when the I plane mean, takes. Yeah, the whole yeah thing, it's like, so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> you and it was so weird that it, it's like the culmination of it's like the explosion, the rocket taking off, and then the random extra who we barely know until now, <laughs> yeah. busting a nut. Yeah, right. um, yeah. But the I will say I fucking love Gary Oldman so much. He's so good in He's everything. The best. You just put him in anything. And by the way, I'm also a big. Uh, I'm well. I wouldn't say big because he's he's been up and down. But I I like I fucking love La Femme Nikita. Sure. And The Professional is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is and that is one of the best movies ever. And so I would. Is dope, he's dude. dope. He was but dope. This is just what, like what's I don't the last know. movie he made? Just Shoot, tonally, man. The Fifth Element is so weird absolutely i i think it's a movie that you don't get on first watch and i and i think that it's stupid i got it on first watch i i, I think it's stupid in the way that we're all stupid and then i find it very um i find it very universal and it's beautiful and i love anything that really embraces the schlock of the form where it's like mm-hmm. all right i'm not gonna i'm knocking i'm not gonna um I'm not going to deny the reasons that we like dumb stuff. Yeah. And oh, dude, remember the opera scene? Yeah. It was great. Oh, I think it's great. Oh, uh, his last. Oh, 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 oh. Thank you. Hold on, I can't. I his can't last movie no. was Lucy. Oh, that's right. Which I didn't see. Uh, yeah, people said it was bad, but uh, you know, people... it was. Okay. He also made Messenger: The Story of Joan of Arc, Angel A. Oh. Wasn't um, Messenger supposed to be like one of the worst movies ever? I think a lot of his movies. I were remember supposed hearing to be it was really bad. The worst movie ever. Um, oh, Messenger was the Joan of Arc one. Yeah, that sucked because like my sister was obsessed with Mila Jovovich, and I was too, but secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that movie, she was like, "I hope she gets an Oscar for it." And then it was real bad. She got a Razzie for the, her and Chris Tucker got Razzie nominations for this movie, and I think they're Fuck both. Fuck the Razzies! I think they're both amazing. Chris this movie. Tucker kills it in that movie. Chris Tucker, this is like he, an all-time he, great performance. Dude, I think. seriously, he he. He fucking uh, commits to that dumbass role yeah. in a yeah. way that, like, I, I don't think 
he was probably knew he was capable of committing to a role right. that wasn't just Chris Tucker. The role was meant for Prince, but Prince went on tour and, uh, no and he couldn't do it. Yeah, the way. role was meant for Prince. And then so Chris Tucker Chris got Tucker it. Chris Tucker killed it. How as... do you think Prince would have played that role? I think that's exactly. <laughs> Prince would have taken all the, the funny out of it, I think. I don't yeah. think. I think Chris. Uh, I think Prince wouldn't have, like. Been like, Ooh, what yeah, you he wouldn't. He wouldn't have been as hammy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wouldn't have been as hammy. But but you, I mean, I think. I, can, I ain't got no fire. That's another thing my yeah. dad says. I ain't got no fire, Corbin. <laughs> I can see. He says multipass. Like Chris Tucker is extremely obnoxious, but I think it makes perfect sense. He's a future shock jock, like with an entourage. Yeah. He's like a super famous shock jock That's from the future. It, exactly. He like speaks speaks half and raps. Yeah. I mean, it's so perfect. It is great. No, his character in terms of like uh, being not that far from the future is is what is up there. I mean, I, it, I have that, a question. What do you think you would think of that movie if the only clip you saw was the part where Corbin Dallas lights the match and they're all just watching him put the match down onto the onto the yeah. fire? Everyone's and, like, oh, oh, wait, you're uh, you're talking shit on that scene. That scene, I, every time I watch it, I also hold my breath. <laughs> I do because like it almost goes out and everyone's like. Oh. That's a great. You know that's what? a lot of tension in that scene. Watching this movie, you completely understand that why French people love Jerry Lewis because like so oh. much, so much of this movie is just like glazing. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of glazing. Like, so is. much like Looney Tunes. There's that one loony. guy from Something About Mary who's like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to do anything. He's like the ship captain guy. Yeah, yeah. Or he's not even. He's, he's not like, even a captain. He's like a waiter. Or he, some yeah, shit. No, he just is like the, next uh, in command concierge. because everyone else gets killed. Yeah, that's he's right. like the lead, the lead concierge on the Floss in Paradise cruise. Where, where, where did he learn to negotiate like that? And then, yeah. I wonder. So funny. So Every, funny. Everyone's very sweaty. Yeah, yeah that's another. Yeah, that's sweaty. another good yeah. element of the fifth element. Uh, so, uh, time, okay, we already, I read, time not important. I already only read, life important. I already read Joe Morgenstern. Uh, the guy from Salon. The fifth element is appropriately enough boron. As you sit through the interminable two hours oh, plus funny. that constitute it is, boron. it is that constitute the fifth element. That's the best review I've ever heard. A colossally stupid, overbearingly pompous new movie by Luc Besson. You can expect to become acquainted with boredom on the most elemental level. Which is like a brilliant quote. It is great. Writing wise, that's brilliant, but as far as like a review of the movie, I feel like it could not be more wrong. Yeah, that's that's someone who had his mind made up from the moment he realized Boron was the video. Like I definitely don't think it's I definitely don't think it's boring. And even more so than that, pompous? It's so not like yeah. it's the movie that takes itself the least seriously yeah. of any mm. epic movie. It was like the most expensive French movie ever made. And the whole thing is a fucking joke. Like yeah. he, it's not serious at all. That's what I love about it. Yeah, remember when he crashes into the, like the McDonald's? Like, think about how serious fucking Lord of the Rings is, and then very serious, and then compare it to this. Well, Lord of the Rings is one of the best movies. Lord of the Rings is terrible, but you're terrible. I hate Lord of the Rings. I hate you. I mean, Me too. The first I hate one, those movies. The first Ugh. one is only mildly bad, and then the rest of them are fucking terrible. Oh, okay. You're gonna tell me Return of the King isn't the best movie you've ever so seen? So bad. It's not dude. the best movie you've so ever seen. Bad. It's not the best. Oh, name fucking... one other good movie. Hit <laughs> the Fifth Element. Other than that, <laughs> fucking Inside Lewin Davis. Wrong, dude. Yeah, yeah, Not dude. better than Return yeah, of the dude. King. Uh, Roger Ebert. I am no woman. Did you also notice the part where... <laughs> I am no man. I ain't been dropping no Eve, so honest. Uh, honest. Uh, the part where she's asking for help in the in the cab. 
the music Place. and the yeah oh. and and the way it's shot it's <laughs> almost this whole movie. it's almost exactly like the part where Natalie Portman knocks on his door yeah. and asks for help with the professional it was really weird like yeah, eerie yeah, yeah. how alike that scene was yeah so, and they're both really good performances too Natalie Portman in the professional is so oh, she still has not good. bested that no, that's, that's one of still the by far her best attack of the clones <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other, I mean, that's one of the things about the Fifth Element is that there's always like non-diegetic music blaring from somewhere, yeah. Which I think is weird, mm-hmm. but also fits. Yeah. I mean, if uh, I mean, you go. I'll be real with you. Non-diegetic. What words do those like? You don't mean? know where it's coming from. Like you don't know uh, if yeah, it's just yeah, part of the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Could or it be? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you go to Hollister Co. or something, or one totally, of those sto- I go there a lot. <laughs> stores in the mall, and there's just like loud ass music, and you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah, but you know it's not coming from you. Yeah, it feels very like it feels like you're in a I'm shitty not in mall. This band. There's also a lot of Looney Tunes music though. Oh, it's absolutely. Like, yeah. Dum, 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 yeah, dum. that's exactly that. How you, about, you have memorized that like, baseline? Yeah, that like, is pretty much right. How about the okay? Another another great thing about this movie melodically, you got a great memory. Thank you. You should use it. Is that it's, it's totally <laughs> use about, it for good. Use it for good. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finn. No, it's totally about like haves and have-nots. Like you, it, I feel like it's very accurate to what the future is probably going to be like. Where yes, you can put like a uh, your your plate in a in a fake futuristic microwave and get like a full roasted a full chicken, chicken in half a chicken. second. Good chicken, chicken. <laughs> but if you if before your spaceship takes off, some weird Rastafarian guys who are smoking I, weed. What man. was? A- He's got, he's got to take a flamethrower to the giant the rodents. The flamethrower Rastafarian guy. What, what guys. I like, say so with that? Good. They're like, I need, need heat. I need heat, man. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And there's like a total reggae like background yeah. music that you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. It's the fucking best movie. There's, so, there's just so much weird shit like that in every scene. Well, like that whole part where they're trying to get on and there's just like trash in the There's like massive piles <laughs> of trash in the back. And they're like, oh yeah, sorry, there's a bunch of trash in the back. I'm like, it's like this Chekhov's gun thing yes, where you think exactly. it's going to go somewhere. But don't you think like if you tried to explain 2017 to someone from 1750, don't you think they would just be baffled by the whole thing? You'd be like, oh yeah, that's uh there's just some trash over there. Yeah. And over here, we got chicks with their tits out serving uh Big Macs. Yeah. That, like, isn't that fucking perfectly accurate to yeah. what the future was probably gonna be like? Definitely. I mean, they they got it pretty much right. I'm still eating at McDonald's. <laughs> I mean too. Uh Roger Ebert. What did that fucking no jaw having motherfucker have to say about it? (laughs) Probably something like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. <laughs> it's really tragic and terrible. Everything about what I said is bad, but it's one of my favorite things to do when he's brought up. <laughs> it's just your face when you do that. Well, you're imagining the tongue's got no place to rest. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so what did he say? Uh, and I think this is one of his most... Uh, I, I disagree with him a lot. I think this one is pretty dead on. Mm. He calls it a jumble that includes greatness. Like Metropolis or Blade Runner, it offers such extraordinary visions that you put your criticisms on hold and sim- and are simply grateful to see them. Wow, I agree with that. I, I totally agree I with give that. it two plum. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like it's like Last Boy Scout meets Brazil. Like it's very... I haven't seen it's, either of them. What? Yeah, I know. Brendan... 
Uh, I've seen Last Boy Scout, but not Brazil. It's got a Shane Black, like Terry plus. It's you know Terry Gilliam. Yeah. Which one's done by Terry Gilliam? Brazil. Brazil? Yeah. Okay. Well, they both have Bruce Willis. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they utilize Bruce Willis's screen presence from other movies. Mm-hmm. They definitely do. He's, I mean, he's probably of the entire movie the most like phoning it in, <laughs> and he still kills it. We did have a. a he quest- does so good in that movie. We did have a question about you know, that. Is, is another the, uh, really bizarre. You, you know, it's a really bizarre scene in that movie is when uh, there's the big gunfight after the opera singer. Yeah, and uh, he's like. Hey, give me the gun. Give me the gun. And like the, with that weird, like effeminate dude. Yeah, whatever the and, fuck that person is. And then is. he just throws him like two balls. Yeah. yeah. They just look like, I don't know, like maybe lacrosse balls or something. They look I, like they could be cue balls from. Oh, yeah. Uh, from, but, but they also look like they're magnetic and sticking together. I remember that specifically. Brendan, very, just very weird. I'm surprised that you don't love this movie because everything in it is like the perfect Norm MacDonald anti joke. Mm-hmm. Like that scene, I mean, the backstory. So there's this, you know, the guy who's this jacked bodybuilder mm-hmm. who's uh, a stage and screen actor is how they introduce him. And he's wearing like a lacy woman's dress, but he's super jacked. And he's got like a giant white perm. Yeah. And he's also stone deaf. So yeah. you're like, why is this guy deaf? And then there's the scene where he's like, throw me the Wait, gun. When did they establish and he was deaf? We were just deaf. talking about this. When did they establish uh, he was deaf? It's, it, it, it's, it's very... something that Ruby Rod says as, it, it almost sounds like he says he's stoned out. Yeah, you know, he says he's stone deaf. Yeah. Oh, so that makes a, that makes a little more sense. I, I guess I must have missed the part where he said he's deaf. Yeah. It's very then I'm like, why did he do that? I remember okay. being very confused by that when I was I, a kid. Like I said, I think it it's inspires you to create these. It's kind of like when you're people watching somewhere and you're making up backstories for the people. Like yeah. you have to make up a backstory for the deaf guy. You're like, why is this? Why is this famous actor who's very effeminate? Why yeah. is he deaf? What? Do you have my bottle opener? Oh, I do. It? I have your oh, bottle. Okay. I've been All playing right. with All it. All right, cool. I was wondering. Um, <laughs> like, why is that guy deaf? Where do those balls come from? Yeah. Like what? Like cue balls, I imagine. Like, he's like, throw me the gun, and he throws you. He throws him the yeah. two balls that you haven't seen up until that right. point. They were just nowhere. Yeah, we just talked about that. <laughs> I just love. It. I mean, it's amazing. There's just so many jokes that don't make any sense. It's, a, it's really charitable. Charitable call them jokes. They're not really jokes. They're just things. No, it's that, a setup for a joke. It's a setup, but no payoff and at all. And the funny part is that it doesn't. There's no payoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The deaf person is like, yeah, no problem. And you're just like, okay. And then he ends up getting a gun put in his face, anyways. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he figures it out. That's so, the thing about it. Most of the movie, he figures it out. Like, uh, uh, and Lilu gets shot, and then you know she, she for some reason she's looking in the dictionary, and then she gets to to war, and she's all bummed because <laughs> yeah. war exists. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a few things about that. Go ahead. Um, the cynic in the movie, Bruce Willis, yeah, has to justify all existence to the supreme being. Sure, and then he fucks her. Yeah, he fucks her. He fucks her hell. <laughs> so, good, dude. So, so man has to justify his existence to God, and then he gets to fuck God. Yeah. That's the... That is kind of cool, though. Yeah. Madeline trying to get that God pussy. Dude, if you can get in God's pussy, you can get in anyone's pussy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, part of, that's on the space docket, which is, why are the aliens who want to purge humanity for its sins always so quick to give up when they peep a good makeout sesh? Oh, yeah. That happened in the abyss. Uh, and like that's a weird that's a weird trope where mm-hmm. you know like we can like we use we use like love we use fucking to justify why we're here 
It is one of the reasons, though. That's true. And without it, I, I, I don't know what I would be looking forward to. Well, you wouldn't be here. No, I'd still be here, but I've, <laughs> you know, you you would be here without fucking. Yeah, yeah. I think I just. What how we, did you get here then? I would. I just was. That's not true. I've always been. What if, no, if somebody true. just Pretty ate sure. that butt and then Matt Lieb appeared? Dude, I for sure was a butt baby. <laughs> Drip down baby, dude. Yeah, I dripped from the butt to the pussy. <laughs> a question from the, the frat crew uh, from Daniil. Ooh. Is Bruce Willis a good actor? Uh, that is a fascinating question. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, Actually, great question. He was, re- yeah, I think, I think he yeah, makes think the good- most of a limited skill set. Yeah, like uh, he's good at being Bruce Willis, and yeah, that is a thing right. that I'm in, that but I enjoy also, watching. Did you ever see Death Becomes Her? He kills it in that. <laughs> he's really good in that. He's movie. so God. bad. You're I think so I saw bad. it. I think I saw it. The last time I saw it, I pulled it out out of the new releases section at Videola. Holy shit! Yeah, I don't even know what that is. That's a, that video a local store, local dude. video store. Uh, it's, it's so you didn't like Death Becomes Her? No, I don't even remember. Siempre it. Viva, Live I remember, Forever. I remember hating that movie, dude. No, because I I remember being Kevin st- Klein's in that, right? No, no. It's got Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. It's got Goldie Hawn. It's got uh, the Bruce Willis. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember Kevin Klein. I don't think so. You should know this, dude. What did you review it as when it came out when you were writing for a film drunk? There should be death comes her. Yeah, with a, with a U? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime comes spelled with a U, I'm in. All right, you're right. You're right. No no, Kevin Klein. Well, it has those. Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Go- Isabella Rossellini. Yeah, Isabella Rossellini's in it. She's the one who like, casts the potion. is a bad actress. Yeah, but she's good at playing Isabella Rossellini. Mm. Um, Bruce Willis is good in that movie. He plays a plastic surgeon. Yeah. Who, who becomes a drunk it's great anyways um you also think about <clears throat> when you say he's good at playing bruce willis like think about how hard it revolutionary is. uh die hard was yeah like that was such a different kind of action movie he was such a different kind of action here and he just did it so perfectly yeah he executed it so perfectly you know what he, he's a he's like our modern day john wayne yeah okay mm. like john wayne's a terrible actor he but really he's act. really good at John he's, Wayne. He's good at being John Wayne. Yeah. And you love John Wayne because he's just like this. He's like this hyper masculine, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, he's the fucking, uh, he's a gunslinger. He's a fuck Bruce boy. Willis is a gunslinger. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a fuck he's boy. A fuck boy. <clears throat> he's a fuck boy. You know, he used to uh, have like a big stack of business cards on him with his signature and he would just pass them out because uh, my dad has one. That's so weird. F- yeah. From John Wayne? Yeah, oh, it's like a John Wayne. That Wayne's, makes sense. Yeah. It's like, I won't sign an autograph, but here's my business card. Mm-hmm. You got to read John Wayne's 1970 something Playboy interview sometime. Oh, just to cool. understand what a completely racist piece of shit John Wayne oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like yeah. the worst person ever. What he's like, he oh, I own a diamond mine in the Congo. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he's also like, well, you know, once. He owns a diamond mine. <laughs> I have a friend in the diamond Now business. you have a friend in the diamond business. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Do you see a diamond? Where is the diamond? Diamond or forever. He said something like, once the blacks figure out how to uh, oh boy. govern themselves, then we should let them have power. Jesus. Some, some of that effect. Christ. Um, we got to talk about like the cigarettes on the wall. 
Yeah, I was going to mention that. The cigarettes that are all filter and just a little bit of tobacco. And they never talk about that or feel the need to explain it because... Because like, it's a self-explanatory. Exactly. You already get it. Yeah. It's like, this is the new regulation. And again, I feel like this is the perfect... Five a day. Pr- this is the perfect critique of future capitalism where it's like you have the same problems mm-hmm. and and the marketplace has come up with like weird band-aids. Sure. But it's still the same basic problem, <laughs> but they've figured out how to get more money out of you yeah. to solve it sort of love it like there's you know there's so much smog that they had to build this entire city like above it above the smog i think it's great it's great it's such a fucking good movie i'm trying to think of what what other moments in it i mean so you've got the beginning you got aziz light uh and then finally those you got luke perry you got luke perry (laughs) for no reason Uh, i don't think it ever gets better than i mean i i I think the ending's not great, and I don't think it ever gets better than the introductory scene with uh, Bruce Willis in, in his apartment. Because yeah. just like that entire scene, it sets up a visual world yeah. that makes the entire movie. Hey, you remember when uh, he has to hide all of those army dudes from, <laughs> from Lee? He sticks them in the freezer. He sticks them in the freezer, <laughs> and then he opens the freezer and goes, okay, I'll do it. And they're all frozen, mm-hmm. and then he closes the freezer. Right. And we're supposed to expect they all lived. Yeah. Because you see one of them later, yeah. maybe even the other two. Well, that's because, like, Lilu, she got blown up in her ship, and there was only a hand left. But right. they recreated her entire body just from the hand. So, so you're like, all right, they're probably so okay. So you are to assume that no matter uh, what happens to you, if they get a little bit of your DNA, they can remake yeah, it. Yeah, if the government wants to, like, bring you back to life, they can. That's tight. Well, that's really fun. Right. I hope they make that. Yeah. But would your consciousness still be around? Mm. That's the question. Mm, singularity. All right. So <laughs> second part of Daniel's question, which is not Fifth Element related. Oh. Uh, are any of the people in the studio planning on moving out of their city state in the near future? What are their reasons? Uh, I've lived in Queens since I came to the U.S. at the age of nine. Damn. And slowly my friends are moving away. My wife's family is, in Miss- mm-hmm. is Mississippi. <laughs> And my mom, my only family, would probably move with us. We have, we both have good jobs, but we feel confident that we'd find work anywhere. My daughter is one That's now, tight. and I'd like her to grow up with a real backyard. We're thinking of roughing it out in New York for a few more years and then moving somewhere like Nashville once she's ready for school. Wow. I feel like our quality of life would go up pretty much anywhere else. I never go into the city anyway, so that part I wouldn't miss. Thoughts? Damn, this is like a real question. I feel like that's the question that we, if you live in an urban area that you live with every single day. Yeah, like when do I get out? Right. Well, because um, you're like, oh, do you like San Francisco? And I'm like, I love literally every single thing about it except for the fact that it costs uh, uh, too ton. much. Yeah. And that's like the main thing that fucks you over. Yeah. Move, first of all, uh, if you're certain you'll be fine anywhere, move to Berkeley. Um, <laughs> Why is that? I just really like Berkeley. Like if I ever was like uh, decided to give up, you know, everything. You'd move to Berkeley. I'd move to Berkeley. <laughs> really? Because it's chill. It's chill. No, it's chill. chill. It's I don't know. Chill. I said that and my girlfriend says that she like works in Oakland. My she's, girlfriend. She, yeah, thank you. She's in Berkeley a lot and she claims that the uh, like the um, hall monitor culture that we complain about oh, yes. in San Francisco in San Francisco wor- is ten yeah. times worse in Berkeley. Yeah. I mean Which I can see. Yeah, but if you move to like El Cerrito or some shit. I don't know, I've got a bar stop there. L- literally I, I have no life experience in terms of other places. So I would say move to Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, B L A Sunil. What's his name? Daniel. Daniel, my bad dude. Didn't mean to be like racist about it uh daniel b-l-a daniel mm-hmm. 
Sunil sounds There's similar. no right answer to this question. They're all right and wrong. Yeah. There's a million reasons to leave wherever you live. Yeah. And there's 13 and, reasons to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Netflix. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all different and very specific to I mean, one's own situation. So it's kind of hard to give any kind of advice. You know, I mean, like, it's almost it's, a pretty big question. Yeah. <laughs> almost every day something happens in the news where I'm like, well, that's the last straw. I'm getting out of this fucking country. Yeah. And, and yeah, I yeah. don't. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like our parents didn't have the the options that we do. It was kind of like you just grew up somewhere, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. more or less stayed there. And yeah, that's you what didn't know there did. was an outside world. And now we know we've like we've all been a lot of places, yeah. but it doesn't make the the answer any easier because well, you still need answer, a support system wherever you go. What about Vancouver? I think that's the answer. That's great, go to Vancouver or Denmark. Yeah, or, but if you if you're trying to escape a for uh, or if you're trying to escape the unaffordable uh, housing prices, Vancouver is the last fucking place you want to go. Oh, really? Vancouver is like the most overpriced housing market in the planet right okay, now. Okay, we'll go to yeah. Toronto. I don't know. Uh, oh, uh, go to Ottawa. <laughs> right. Go to Canberra. Sure. Go to Montreal. No, wait. Okay, if we're being serious, go to Miami. Why not, dude? <laughs> DJ Khaled's going to be there <laughs> right. spinning. Yeah, it's spinning. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, I think the answer is always like Sacramento, though. <laughs> Oh, man. What's wrong with Sacramento? Well, I grew up in Fresno, so Sacramento would be just like the same thing as going back to, to where, I, where I'm from. Yeah, but it's, but like, you know, they got neo-Nazis there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do they have neo-Nazis in Fresno? Yeah, they probably do. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you went to punk shows when you were growing up in the 90s, there was definitely a lot of neo-Nazis. Yeah. They always had one big friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was always like... It was a not me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It I went to a lot of punk here. shows. I never dabbled in Nazis. It was always a bunch of like shitty, really skinny, like really yeah. small dudes who and would pick wh- fights with you. And you'd be like, I'm going to fucking stomp this guy. And then he'd go Bring hang out with friends. his friend who was like seven feet tall. Yeah. His one up. friend. All right. So we got another, we got a couple more emails. I'll play the. <clears throat> Do you ever play that one clip? Which one? The one with the people in the hot tub. You don't remember a bunch of people in a hot tub sent you a video. Oh, yeah. I didn't play. I mean, it's not great audio. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying it's the weirdest video we've ever got. I got a text message from someone who is like an acquaintance. We we check in, you know, every uh-huh. few months and we're friendly, but we're not, you know, we don't hang out on the weekends or anything. Yeah. It was just a video. And uh, I'm like, oh, this is weird. And uh, you know, what what old Rob's up to? Yeah. <clears throat> Press play. It's an apartment building on Good fire. Rob. And uh, the apartment wow. building, actually, I've been to his apartment before. I'm like, oh, shit, is Rob's apartment burning down? And uh, you can hear, like, sirens in the background. It's clearly, like, a video that was taken on an iPhone. I'm like, oh, mm. what, what's going on? I'm looking at it. I'm eating dinner uh-huh. with my wife. <laughs> uh, and... And she's like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it's just a video. And then all of a sudden it just like, boom, flips over to a guy getting the shit kicked out of his balls uh, <laughs> set to wake me up before you go-go. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then my my wife starts like dancing t- along to the music. Yeah. But what she doesn't realize is that it's like a woman in a bra and a thong just like giving this guy like uppercuts and soccer kicks. And at one point just grabs his testicles and... Looks like she tries to rip sure. him off his body. Why did he send this to you? I have no idea. And so I responded, really digging this new live stream into your living room, and then he didn't respond. What the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. That's weird. It's very strange. I got uh, a video message from uh, <clears throat> from someone who I did, went on one Bumble date with in, in J- July of 2016. 
Um, and uh, it was just a video of her at a bar. And then sh she's like, Lil Dicky is right there. And I was like, cool. And then it was, it was the wrong Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got a couple emails. It was sad. That sounds sad. Your advice was so loud. <laughs> tell me more about your dad. Vince hates art. <laughs> Vince yeah, where hates you art. Where, where, where you at on that, man? Uh, hey, guys, what's up? Recently at work, I've been hanging out with a new coworker who seems like a pretty nice guy. We mostly just have small talk and very superficial conversation. But what's, I, the, what's this person's name? CJ. Okay. But I enjoy talking to him and consider him a friend. However, he just added me as a friend on Facebook, and I can see he has some pretty horrific views towards trans people and is really into that Jesus guy everyone loves so much. Am I just a tri triggered liberal snowflake cuck if I stop talking to him, or is this serious enough of a thing to stop hanging with him at work? Social media is an office, awful place. Tell Ben that we love him and hope he's doing all right. Fraud on CJ. Um, so I would say... Yeah. I would say like the temptation to like not to like cut off contact... Yeah. With someone over politics is is like the opposite of what we should do. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, but I also think like going directly at someone and being like, I disagree with you and here's yeah. all the reasons why. I feel like you're a coworker or coworker, yeah. Okay. I feel like you find common ground and you do the shit that you've always done, mm. but then you know, you also introduce New uh, ideas. New ideas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a, I mean, the question there is, so what was, so anti-trans stuff I heard, and what I'm else? really into Jesus. Really into Jesus. Which is fine. Yeah. I have this weird thing where it's like, if, if you're a horrible person, but you're also really into Jesus, I feel like, oh, at some point you're going to get it together. And I know that's not true, but it's like at some point they just go like, oh, this whole Jesus thing is causing me to be filled with a lot of hate. And then they like learn, but maybe that's not real. I feel like it's really easy to shit on trans people. Uh -huh. Until you like meet a person, right? And then right, you're like, right. oh, it's just like a person. I also and they're just trying to like live. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I uh, chances are that this person who loves Jesus has never known or known that they've known a trans person before, and mm -hmm. their entire uh, like viewpoint is based on is just complete it's based on not knowing. A it's not just that, but it's also based on uh, other internet shit of people yeah. being like, you know, trans bathrooms and 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 whatnot, and people. And he's coming from a probably a place of complete ignorance and also like confrontational immediately because mm -hmm. he's never met anyone. It's all defensive, is what I'm saying, reactionary. Um, that being said, I mean, if someone says enough, like fucked up shit on their social media then I, I do there's part of me that goes like it's like i found out that someone was like a like um a troll uh th this person i didn't know that well I, I was hanging out with um and then uh found out that they had like been trolling lindy west for like a long period of time and it, it just kind of like uh it like you start putting the pieces together of the personality and then it's hard not to ignore like what's wrong with you right. like you that's why you get your kicks mm -hmm. is being like hey you fat bitch it's like that's a weird right. that's a it's weird really weird it's really it's weird really weird to come from that place where you feel like you have to do that like i don't right. i don't even really understand why so it sounds part of me is like at the same time, it's a coworker, and that's hard to like broach subjects like that with people. Who I, mean, are, I, I have a friend. To, I would resist the urge to like 
tell them stuff but uh i mean like in terms of like here's why you're wrong blah 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 yeah no but yeah yeah if there's a way to like gently be like oh hey actually uh yeah don't say that because or or <laughs> if you if you hang or out just, with them and they say some fucked up shit i don't know it's it, it's it's or hard you just to, go here's here's like you don't say don't say that be like i don't know man actually i blah 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 you know yeah you don't even say actually i don't know actually i have a no, I said, you I said it again. actually it's hard not it's hard, to say I'll it. man I just, yeah i'll i'll I, do that i'll be like i don't think that's right yeah you know, yeah, like, yeah yeah i disagree with that or just go that's, i don't no. know and yeah then you, i don't and think then so. you say your opinion yeah yeah i usually start off with like oh that's that's an interesting viewpoint i think hitler had a similar one and then i wait <laughs> check this out i mean in the I, back of your mind you can be like all right well when when the war comes, I will kill you. Right. But for now, I'm going to say, I don't know. And then yeah, yeah. you maybe express a viewpoint that they haven't heard yeah. before. Yeah. That's probably like the right way to handle Or if they've stuff. heard the viewpoint, but they haven't heard it from someone that they know and like. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, depends on how bad, though. Check this out. I have a friend. We were, we were pretty close, like mainly in college. Um, and then he got married right after uh, we graduated. So... Um, I kind of, I've lost touch with him over the last few years, but he's always been like one of the funniest people I've ever met. Um, and he grew up really wealthy. So he's always kind of had these like stupid, like opinions, very, like very conservative, like, but I grew up, uh, with a trust fund type conservative opinions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but it never like, I don't know. We've like, we bust each other's balls about it. Right. And, uh, and, and it was weird, but then like, we every time we would like reconnect oh i finally reconnected with him on social media and he had some um like anonymous account mm-hmm. and he was like retweeting pepe memes and shit and i was like whoa yeah, yeah. but like he was never quite going over the edge of right. like the straight up like nazi pepe you know yeah, or like yeah, anything yeah. like that so it was just well, it was that's very the, weird there's a i still maintain there's a huge contingent of like the quote alt right that are just trolling they they just they they're so convinced that uh the left viewpoint of like racism is real and exists and is a problem mm-hmm. is they're, they're convinced it's so overblown that they think it's okay to be like pepe 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 yeah. trump 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 and, and of course at this point i'm so frustrated with everything that yeah. i'm not going to directly engage him in yeah. politics yeah. but then i got pulled into a group chat with him oh, and shit. he was like yeah i don't know what the fuck trump is doing like tweeting like a jilted 15 year old i'm like you are the platonic ideal of a trump voter (laughs) what the fuck is like so i don't even know where he stands but i'm like trying to put the pieces together because i certainly don't want to ask him about it because i don't even want to fucking hear it like of how he's like doing pepe memes and but then uh, it's it's very so i think he falls into the category that you're talking about yeah no and there's a lot of that i think that just it's just such an annoying category because it's one of those things where it's like i I could have told we all said this was gonna happen we all said everything that has happened is has been foretold by smart people yeah not that i'm smart but that like this whole you know the fucking i think if you want to have a respectful interpretation of it if, if you I decide don't. this is a helpful thing to do sometimes <laughs> yeah a respectful interpretation is this uh the whole like like 4chan racism thing mm-hmm. like it was not that long ago that 4chan was the number one place where anonymous hung out right and anonymous's mission was to take down scientology right and and there there it was like fairly noble and there was a lot of very sort of um what we would consider to be probably like leftist yeah, ideals right. on there totally, like totally. we're you know we're going to hack these big corporations who are being very cavalier about security right, right? right and shit like that and then but at the same time you know you would refer to another person on 4chan as n bomb right you yeah, know yeah 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 um and it was not 
No, I, there was a whole, I at the time yeah. never perceived that as this is like it just it, it wasn't was, hateful. It was, say the most shocking thing you can. Right, that's right, exactly right. what it was. We all do that to get a rise out of each other, but that's yeah. when you know the people. Well, that's the thing. But online, it's like you since you don't know anyone, and you kind of just you know you're, you're you're these are your online friends. You you feel like you're in the spot that's like completely safe. Like we all get that we're joking here. Like that was kind of and mm. and also they were all like and then it turned out some of them were well that's the thing it was because <laughs> there's a lot of confidence so weird there was confidence that like we are at a point in society where where we can bring back some of this racism because it's kind of like it's not real racism it's jokes right. it's like a shock value like saying someone's a dago or like an yeah, oriental yeah. is funny to me because it's, yeah. it's so old timey that it doesn't even like register right. or Jew it, jokes to me yeah. we're we're the funniest shit ever because it's so such an absurd racism it's like the most absurd it's like you literally are living in a 5000 year old fantasy <laughs> right. like that's such a funny thing and then the problem is is because uh a lot of new people got on the internet and when i say new people i mean like older pe- uh, people and people who like did not know uh that there's a difference between like a blog and the new york times website and i think <laughs> right. like a lot of those people were like oh finally all of my confirmations have been I was my just, biases have been confirmed i was listening to uh uh freakonomics today and there was a guy yeah. who studies like google searches and, uh-huh. and um How come? and one of his th- one of the things that he found was that like uh the north south um, dichotomy of of racist shit actually doesn't exist, uh-huh. and actually, like what it is is an east west thing. Like huh. most of the racist shit was in like eastern Pennsylvania and like eastern Ohio, and he's like, oh, it's most of that. My very small sample size of knowing people from Pennsylvania is like they may as well be south of yeah, you know, Muscle Shoals, Alabama. He's like most huh. of the racist search terms like don't exist west of the Mississippi, which I thought was funny. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's fun. Um, hey, Matt. What? Oh fuck! Really? Yeah. <laughs> is it time? Is it? You want to do royalty? Time? You want to do the royalty freestyle? Hell yeah, dude! I won't even eat this gum yet. Hell yeah! Hell dude. yeah, dude! I'm I'm ready for it. Hold on, I gotta find the. Yeah, good. I'm glad it's taking time. The longer it takes, the more like I lose steam, and the worse it gets, which is a benefit for everyone else except for me. Cause this I is suck. where Matt sings uh, improvised royalty-free music. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Matt from LA. Zelly Matt, hashtag square, square. I'm not a fucking dancing monkey. I'll do it though. Batman, Zelly Matt, flat, flat. Zelly Matt, up in that ass with that gap. Zelly Matt, pop, 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 that pussy got a new definition. Square. That was terribly good. <laughs> Tight. Uh, Patreon.com slash broadcast. You can get Matt to sing a royalty free song for you. Yeah. Uh, for $10. Or <laughs> for 20 Yeah. Or, or for $20. Uh, we got a song for Brian W. How, okay, can I ask, how close are we? Uh, we're, we're getting close. Really? You mean to the mark where we stop uh, where I, doing Where songs? I don't have to anymore. Yeah. That's so tight. Like how like, how many you left? I don't. Uh, well, I don't know because I haven't I haven't downloaded the new ones. Oh, we got like at least four today. Oh, we well, don't have to get to all of them. No, I will get to as many as we have to. Dude. Yeah, I just gotta clear my mind. This one's for fifteen dollar donor Brian W. Brian W. This is for you, double of you. You See, ready, bro? Uh, yeah. I better turn around. I was born ready. All right. <clears throat> Ha <laughs> ha 
no speculum, ain't no speculum. I like to come in your waters, ain't no speculum, ain't no speculum. I like to make that bottle game. <laughs> Listen, I can, can we start it over? <laughs> <laughs> this is from the girl rock genre. Do you not? Do you not like that genre? You that know, that po- sounded like X's and the yeah, O's. It did. It did. It did. All right, this here's another one. You ready? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, Don't uh, just clear your mind. I'm trying to. Then maybe that's worse. But go ahead, Brian W. Brian. show uh and it was really fucking funny and i kept thinking like if i could just only do rap then i'd be fine but you guys are like you're tr- you're making me write hit songs and that's hard mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. give me another one i'm gonna do it right this time okay. brian w oh my okay. god just just go just yes and okay, okay. i really need i should take an improv class mm-hmm. Th- that's what i you're should. good you're good at okay, it. okay 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 Change the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> Was that about a golden retriever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. I don't know okay. really if it was okay. about anything. Okay. You know. Okay. So. I could have. Okay. Samuel H. Okay. Brian W. That was uh, three songs for you just yeah, then. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Who are you? You do nothing. Neither of you. You just stare. Just judge you. You just judge. Yeah. Meanwhile, I picture every listener's face and the fast forwarding they're doing. Samuel H. He Samuel needs, he H. Needs a song. Yo, Sam H. Schmage. You only got two minutes for this one. Oh, make thank, it good. Okay. Uh, accordions. I'll do it in Spanish. Hey. Woo. What's up, this is L.A. Matt Every time I see a woman, she's so fat She's hot, I wanna put it in But she won't because she's made of tin She's a tin man who I fuck for fun A tin man who may, may come Yo, bitch, you're a tin man <laughs> Wait, you could be a tin woman, though Yo, what's up, bitch? Fucking bitch, dog, Jay in the clip Yum, 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 yum <laughs> Yo, what's up, hey Stress headache. Don't feel good when you got the stress headache. I need oil, oil for the tin man. Yo, brought it back. It wasn't wacky. Everyone I think you're just rapping about the things that you're experiencing right now. I think you need to go back to your. Aren't we all? Yeah, that's true. But you need to go back to your world building, which is that's where you really. That's where I shine. That's where you really excel. Like you, if you. I'm so hungry though, guys. If you create like a. a a vocal world, okay. a lyrical world based on to. the song. Yeah, that's real. What if we get you a piece of fruit for your blood sugar? Do you have fruit here? I don't know, Vince. Do you have fruit here? I have a banana. No, it's frozen. No, wait. No, I have a banana. Give me a banana. Okay. Give me a banana. And we'll see how I do. Maybe, this will be an experiment. Maybe. No, no, no. You don't stop recording. You know what? Just clear your mind and do what. So the comes key is not to have to any you. goals. Yeah, no goals. Yeah, okay. no goals. <clears throat> All right. Don't think. Don't think. I'm not thinking. I'm clearing my mind. Go ahead. Start this song. Yeah, what's up? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Is this too fast? No, it's good. <laughs> oh, me and my friends, we went to a banana party. Everyone's there, no one's tardy. Everyone's friends are eating bananas. Potassium's really good. And me and my friends have to eat the bananas. We eat the bananas and drop the banana peels. Everyone slips. The banana peel dance It's where you jump on a banana peel And you slide across the roof And then your mother comes home And sees it and says Hey, did you finish your food? You did, that's good I hope you had fun At a banana party But oh no, what's that out the window? It's a giant monkey The monkey's gonna come to eat our bananas and we're going to have to protect our bananas And he comes into the room And then he slips Ha 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 It was a trap the whole time for the monkey comes to steal our bananas every day And then we find the monkey on the ground And we pound, 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 pound him to death And now we have brand new monkey backpack for me 
a backpack for me Cause I'm monkey backpack And I'm going to put more bananas in it Ironic, isn't it? Or maybe it's not, I don't know But now I have a monkey thing, oh no Here's his father His father's coming to the party Sees me stuffing my monkey backpack And says, hey, is that my son? And we say, yes it is <laughs> And so he beats us to death One by one, he's a really, really big Orangutan, he's big Okay <laughs> <laughs> world well, well, building. You guys want world building? Oh, that was oh, for Brooke B, and that was—I mean—that was pretty great. Was that for Brooke B? Yeah, that was for Brooke B. Brooke B. That was a banana song for you. You ended a hot. You ended strong, man. I, you, did you hear that uh, orangutan line I had at the end? Yeah, that was good. That was a good run. I'm holding good. his hand right now. Thank you good. for holding my hand. You got hands. such muscly forearms. It's gross. These look squeeze. Look at that shit. That's where you. That's your jack off muscle. These are. I got thick palms and short fingers. You have short fingers. Sorta. You do have big palms. That banana really did a wonder for me. Yeah. Number one, it gave me a subject. Number two, it gave me potassium. That's yeah. Um, Brendan, you want to take us on out of here? Yeah. Thank well, Dimitri Martin. You didn't hear him, but dude, Dimitri, Dimitri Martin. Thank you so much. We listened to the whole interview and really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening once again this week. Matt, anything to plug? Um, no. Eat, eat bananas? Eat bananas. They'll make you good at freestyling. <laughs> All right. Send in the emails. Frockcast at gmail.com. Vince, what's the Google Voice number? 415-275-0030. If you leave it, we will at least listen to it. We might not play it on the air, but you know, uh, it'll be there. Frockcast.com slash Patreon. Or Patreon.com slash Frockcast. <laughs> One of the two. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Well, Frot Strong, Ben. Frot Strong, Ben. We and love everybody you. else. Until next week, good night and good chins. Yeah.